besides getting the, shot the, at by towel they'll, heads. They'll find a way. <laughs> so where's your next stop? Then? You're heading back? Or yeah, going I'm going to go to Kalamazoo and then Chicago and Madison and South Dakota. And, you know, I'll be, uh, I'll be cruising around. Uh, I'm based out of San Francisco and, you know, education and advocacy everywhere. You know, sustainable living's easy. Just got to do it, you know. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, hopefully it's the wave of the future. Because the other uh, down the other road, I think there's a dead end somewhere. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to wave to you all right now and say goodbye because goodbye. we've run out of time. Goodbye, goodbye. You can Bye. get up Bye. now. Bye. She's goodbye. gone. Goodbye. <laughs> and we've got some music to head you out, Ben. Have a safe trip. Thank you so Have much. A safe trip. Thank you for coming in and enlightening us. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food. If you're just coming to town for the first time, this is probably a good introduction to the show. There are a lot of serious issues right now, and food is a major part of a lot of those issues. Food is an issue in a lot of situations in the world right now. And so right now, I think what we need to do is really focus on the importance of food in our lives. And I think my co-host here is going to help us to do that here. This is Irwin, the disco duck, keeping the music spinning. This song's been a hit before, and here it is, a hit once more. Our disco version of Knock on Wood. Okay, well, maybe we're not going to talk about anything serious right now. This is probably the last Airhead Summer show that I'm going to do, but nonetheless, there's going to be some important information here for students and other people about food and about advice and about sentences that don't really end where they began and things like that. Hold on. Erwin the Disco Duck will be your co-pilot, as he has been mine for most of my life. But in the meantime, we've got more ducks here. Ducks is, seems like it's going to be the theme here. As you can see, I've planned this very carefully. Yeah, ducks, that's it. Hold on. Ducks. (laughs) Wax. Wax, wax. 
quack quack. That is actually uh, quack quack. No, that's actually whack whack. Just to translate correctly, that is Young Holt. That is the Young Holt Trio. Members of the Ramsey Lewis Trio went on their own to form the Young Holt Trio in the 60s, and that is Whack Whack, translated as Quack Quack. Now, the important thing here to note is that in different languages, ducks speak differently. I know we all know humans speak differently, but did you know ducks actually speak differently in different languages? There is a website of the University of Adelaide in Australia, which bills itself as the world's biggest multilingual website on animal sounds. And I just discovered this not too long ago, and I'm very, very excited about this. So you can look up ducks here and find out that in Danish, ducks say rap rap. In Hold on. Yeah, it's Danish. In Dutch, they say quack quack, which is no coincidence because they say quack quack in English, but they spell it differently. Ducks spell it differently in, in, in Dutch as K-W-A-K. In English, it is quack quack. Force. In Finnish, it is kvack kvack, K-V-A-K. Maybe it's pronounced quack quack. I don't know. And in, in French, it is quack quack. That's C-O-I-N-C-O-I-N. German, what do you know? Quack quack. How about that? And in Hebrew... It looks like it's uh, pa, pa, pa. So there you go. Ducks speak different in different languages. It's amazing ducks get along around the world. But this is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're talking about ducks right now because that's what's on the pieces of paper in front of me. This is an item now from, this is breaking news, it says here, from newsinfo.inq7.net. This is from the Associated Press. This is, this is from the Philippines now. Duck eggs and prayer ease tension during House debate. At the height of the Philippine impeachment debate, opposition representative Alan Peter Cayetano offered three steamed duck eggs as a peace offering to his pro-administration adversary, setting off wild applause in the Filipino Congress. Representative Eduardo Zialcita recited a prayer to St. Francis of Assisi when his three-minute turn to speak finally arrived. A grueling 17-hour House of Representatives session on whether to impeach President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo, I'm sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly, frayed some nerves but was starkly more subdued and at times comic than last year's chaotic debate, which sparked fears of a coup. A chicken coup, perhaps? Maybe a duck coup. I don't know. As widely expected, Arroyo's dominant House allies triumphantly trashed the second impeachment bid against her in a year with a lopsided vote of 173 to 32 with one abstention. The political soap opera was beamed live on TV. It was a showcase of the country's rambunctious politics with a dash of Filipinos' penchant for theater. Aiming to intimidate the opposition, pro-Arroyo lawmakers turned to the macabre, saying the impeachment complaint was dead on arrival with seven black-draped boxes of alleged evidence that resembled coffins for cadavers. After a prolonged wake where its fatal infirmities were concealed by the embalmer's makeup and obscured by propagandist incantations, it will shortly be consigned six feet underground, said pro-Arroyo Representative Edsel Lagman. Opposition legislators shot back by suggesting that Arroyo's camp bribed some of their colleagues, who they say acted like hired guns, and left the complaint dead on the spot. When things were coming to a head, that's when Cayetano pulled his surprise, three steamed duck eggs. He handed over the popular delicacy called balut from his Pateros district near Manila to an irate pro-Arroyo backer, Representative Luis Villafuerte, who broke into a smile. Those eggs will inject energy to your knees, Cayetano kidded Villafuerte, referring to the egg's reputation as an aphrodisiac. Tension melted in laughter and applause. As you can see, duck eggs can save the world, and that's what we're all about here, saving the world one half hour at a time on Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN. And speaking of saving the world, 
students are in town, parking spaces are going away, but cultural things are happening, so it's a big plus. Here's your cultural lesson for today. Here is some music for you. is Odovinu High, and it is from the album Hasidisco Fever. So, okay, so I'm going through a record store not too long ago, maybe a couple of years ago, and I discovered this album cover that looks a lot like Saturday Night Fever, the famous album cover with three BG guys uh, shoulder to shoulder, grinning at you with their arms folded. And, and then there's John Travolta on the dance floor with his arm up in the air, looking, you know, like John Travolta. But this time, oh, yeah, the, the disco ball. Can't forget the disco ball on the ceiling. But here I found Hasidisco Fever with three guys... With, with three guys, just like the Bee Gees in the same pose, and a John Travolta fellow, although Hasidic dress, wearing Hasidic dress, and this was Hasidisco fever. Yes, indeed. This is for real. And I read the back, and it's serious. Otavino High is the, the song, and the lyric says, Our Lord still lives, the people of Israel live. And it's disco, and it's educational. We're all dancing now. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. And we've got another news item here as we're listening to Hasidisco Fever. Crunch time for humans, it says. This is from metro.co.uk. Scientists at the University of Leeds found that people's enjoyment of eating is heightened the louder and crunchier the food. Humans are designed to enjoy the crunch of food as well as the taste, according to scientists. A panel of tasters undertook experiments involving different types of foods, and crunchy apples won the test. Also on trial were thick-cut crisps and rich tea biscuits. Apples were found to be highest in ultrasound. Professor Malcolm Povey, who is a world expert in ultrasound, says that it is highly probable that we are all genetically disposed to appreciate crispness as a sign of freshness in food. Ultrasound is sound that is beyond the range of normal human hearing. Intriguingly, our brains automatically cut out the ultrasound when munching so as not to make ourselves deaf. 
wow, so if we crunched loud enough to hear it, we'd probably go deaf, and then it would probably take away the enjoyment of eating the food. It is highly probable that we are all genetically disposed to appreciating Christmas as a sign of freshness in food, and that says the same thing twice on the sheet, which means that we are in sort of a sound loop here. And that's very interesting. That was from... That was from metro.co.uk. We've got a lot more duck news to talk about here, and we're going to talk about the menu of a place in England called the Fat Duck. But first of all, I want to see you take take a shale feather. I want to tee your freak a shale feather. Here you go. scream like that. It's really pathetic that I even tried. But you may make those kind of sounds if you're in traffic right now. But nonetheless, that is Shake a Tail Feather by the five duo tones. Sorry, the do tones. That's D-U, do tones. And it's from a great rhino collection called Beg, Scream, and Shout, which is in the form of a lunchbox. And speaking of lunchboxes and food, this is a show about food. And here's some more advice for students coming into town today. Ways to get around town. Here's something I just found out. This is from England, again, I believe. Yes, Segway of Northern England, Northern New England, no, it's not England at all. Segway of Northern New England, headquartered in Concord, and Margarita Foods of Exeter recently teamed up for an unusual promotion to introduce Jarden Corporation's frozen concoction maker. The company, this is corporate talk, sorry about that. The company's joined forces to create a marketing campaign that promotes a new state-of-the-art blender. It's the Tiki Bar Segway. 
They call it a one-of-a-kind vehicle, not only showcasing the merchandise... And, oh, this is too corporate. Sorry, everybody. Okay. The Tiki Bar Segway has a real bamboo thatching and parrot head lights and pulls a small utility trailer that contains a generator, and it is able to make frozen food on a Segway. See, that's the most useful thing you could possibly do with one of those $6 billion Segways. So if you can get one of those, make some frozen concoctions, go to your classes influenced by some of those frozen concoctions that will help you hang on and wasting away in Margaritaville. Right, so here's another uh, duck story for you. This is from the Vale Daily out of Vale, Colorado. Duck doping rampant at race. Oh, dear. A doping scandal rocked the annual Vail rubber duck race Sunday after several participants, including the winner, admitted that the rubber duckies used performance-enhancing substances to win. What can I say, winner Liz Stenzel said? We were drinking, so the duck was probably doping. I say win how you have to, win how you can. Stenzel and husband Bill's steroid-ridden ducky dashed along the Gore Creek from Golden Peak to the finish line at International Bridge in Vail, winning a trip for two to Maui airfare, lodging, and car included. The two winners weren't alone in the doping debauchery. Other duck sponsors filled their yellow rubber fowl with helium, nitrous oxide, vodka, and other substances to best the crowd of nearly 14,000 ducks. Even kids broke the rules by grabbing ducks from the chilly Gore Creek and tossing them downstream. Now that's actually criminal. Our duck is riding high, I'll tell you that, Kevin Hart said, adding that he didn't know whether filling his duck with helium and nitrous oxide means disqualification. Yeah, so this is very important. This is from the Vale Daily. Duck doping rampant in race. Ypsilanti had its rubber ducky race not too long ago, and I've thought of Ypsilanti as kind of a pure, natural kind of city, but now I'm starting to have second thoughts, and I don't know if I believe anything anymore. But nonetheless, we've got ten minutes to think about that, and then Arwolf will help us to face the music in just a few minutes. Now let's hear some uh, duck walk music. What do you think? Up in the morning and out to school the teacher is teaching the golden rule. American history and practical man. You study him hard and hoping to pass. Working your fingers right down to the bone. The guy behind you won't leave you alone. Ring, ring goes the bell. The cook in the lunchroom ready to sell. You're lucky if you can find a seat. You're fortunate if you have time to eat. Back in the classroom, open your book. Keep it the teacher, don't know I mean she looks. Soon as three o'clock rolls around, you finally lay your burden down. Close up your books, get out of your seat. Down the halls and into the street. Up to the corner and round the bend. into the slot You've got to hear something that's really hot With the one you love you're making romance All day long you've been wanting to dance Feeling the music from head to toe Round and round and round you go Into the slot. 
you gotta hear something that's really hot. With the one you love, you're making romance. All day long, you've been wanting to dance. Feeling the music from head to toe. Round and round and round you go. Hail, hail, rock and roll. Deliver me from the days of old. The drums loud and bold. Rock, rock, rock and roll. Feeling his hair, body and soul. Chuck Berry, as you may know, okay, school days, so that's just ed- educating you on what you're going to be doing in the next few months if you are, in fact, a student. But also, Chuck Berry was famous for his duck walk. Go rent a video. If you haven't seen him do the duck walk, this is very important cultural information to get you through the next nine months and on and on. Now, here is, okay, we've had our cultural lesson. Now, we've had our, uh, what was the other, what was the excuse for that lesson? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, transportation. Yeah, that was the, yeah. Okay, here's our language lesson for now. This is Irwin the Macho Duck with our version of another village people's hit. It's YMCA. And those letters stand for Dynamite Disco. Young man, there's no need to feel down. I said, young man. It's YMCA, and those letters stand for Dynamite Disco. I think this duck may have had some of that uh, nitrous oxide we were talking about earlier. Dynamite Disco, yes indeed. That's on the Peter Pan record label. It's a vintage piece of nitrous oxide. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and Arwolf has now entered the studio. He's getting ready to help you face the music. Well, speaking of uh, disco ducks, we need to talk about the Fat Duck. The Fat Duck is a restaurant in Bray, Berkshire, in England. This is information from the Fat Duck website, as a matter of fact. I'm going to talk about their menu for a little bit to you now. This is the menu sample for the tasting menu. Now, the cost of this menu is 97 pounds and 75 pence. Follow closely, please. Okay, we're going to get for you the following. Snail porridge, and that will also go with Joselito ham and shaved fennel. Roast frog, frog, foie gras. I'm getting kind of ducky here. Also including almond fluid gel, cherry and chamomile. Sardine on toast sorbet. Mmm. Valentine of mackerel invertebrate. Marinated daikon. Okay, salmon poached with licorice. Mmm. That spells dynamite disco. Um, yes. Poached breast of Anjou pigeon pancetta. They've got pigeon. Pastilla of its leg. This is on this is on the menu. 
pistachio, cocoa, and quatre épices. That's French, and I don't know what it means. Mango and Douglas fir puree. Barrevoir of lychee and mango and blackcurrant sorbet. Also have the smoked bacon and egg ice cream. Yes, and the violet tartlet. Now, the menu sample for the La Carte menu includes radish ravioli of oyster. Uh, we also have the best end of lamb, as opposed to the worst end of lamb. We have the... Uh, Oh, this is just beautiful. This is all at the website for roast, not roast duck. This is fatduck.co.uk. One of the the leading figures in the movement for unconventional food, it says here, is Heston Blumenthal. And he says this, only two types of order... uh, only two types of odor are intrinsically repellent, and although I don't think that it is appropriate to talk about these in a food guide, many smells that we think would be repulsive can actually be re- perceived as being pleasurable if their context is changed. For example, the smell of old socks has been shown to be pleasurable when introduced as Parmesan cheese. Hold on. Tonight, now our band will play the Frank Mills hit, Music Box Dancer. Okay, everybody, disco down to this one. What was I He said, boy, I'm a hot duck tonight. And that just is extremely disturbing, and I want to apologize to all parents listening right now. So the smell of old socks has been shown to be pleasurable when introduced as Parmesan cheese. Context is so important. Okay, we need to do something about this here. Okay, yeah, we've got to uh, unplug the disco duck. But first of all, before we go, sorry, Irwin, you've been doing great, really. Uh, One more piece of news here before we move on. Sexy chili chocolate hits market. This is news from... Where else? The U.K. A U.K. food company has found a unique way to target the growing functional confectionery, confectionery market. Is there enough corporate language in here? I could go for a real functional confectionery. Uh, next week, the Feeding Your Imagination company are set to launch a variety of chocolate bars containing oils which claim to boost mood, sex drive, and energy levels and carry intriguing names such as dreamy, sexy, and sensual. The company is one of a number of chocolate makers turning to more innovative ingredients as the functional foods market, mm, mm, functional stuff, expands on the back of consumer demand, on the back of consumer demand, this is getting kinky, for products that do more than satisfy hunger. She, chef, I need some chocolate. Chef Paul da Costa Greaves, who runs a restaurant in southwest England, spent two years formulating the unusual products which contain Belgium chocolate and oils and spices such as geranium, geranium, rose, ginger, and chili. So some of the names are dreamy, beautiful, fantastic, lovely, sexy, sexy, and sensual, but not functional. There are no chocolate bars named functional. So if you're having trouble being functional, you don't necessarily want to deal with these chocolate bars. I've been Mike for the last half hour. It's been Pandora's Munch Munch Blocks. I can't speak English, but okay, one more thing. Last thing here, as we're going into The Sound of Big Bird by Eddie Floyd, we're going to, because I can't speak, might as well let him do the speaking for me. The sound of a chicken in English is cluck cluck. In Dutch, it's talk talk. And in French, it's cote cote cote. Cote cote cote. Okay, well, to you I say thank you for listening and cote cote cote.
me while I left in the confusion. We've just brought Big Bird back on the air. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and I am functional. Thank you. Well, that's right. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's uh, just past 7 o'clock. Welcome to Face the Music. The streets are crowded. They are really packed tonight. Let me tell you, folks, it's very difficult to get around, very difficult to get anywhere, whether you belong here or not. It's a difficult night in Ann Arbor. So we're here to help you cope. Anybody who's a uh, bonafide citizen of Ann Arbor, or anybody who's uh, just come into Ann Arbor and wants to say hello, hello, welcome to Ann Arbor. We're glad you're here. This is, um, well, WCBNFM Ann Arbor, and we're the voice of the underground intellectual resistance movement broadcasting from the basement of the Student Activities Hotel. This is Experimental.